Well, of course, uh, tax season pretty much uh, is over, but it's still good time to be considering your finances. And joining us on the line is our resident economist, the money guy, Andrew Pyle from Scotia Wealth Management and the Pyle Group. Uh, Andrew, uh, this is a, usually a time when you kind of look at a, a lot of your portfolio. Uh, but one thing a lot of people overlook is to look at their insurance. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is we call this period of time, John, it's kind of like spring cleaning, right? Just like you're spring cleaning your gardens outside, you kind of pull open your filing cabinet, take a look at your portfolios, but, you know, look at other stuff that involves your financial planning just to make sure things are in order, and that could include a will, and we've talked about that on the show before. Um, but you're absolutely right. One of those things that you pull out of the filing cabinet, hopefully, and just take a look at once in a while, uh, is the insurance policies that you may or may not have. And, and we're going to focus this morning, John, specifically on life insurance, because obviously a lot of other types of insurance that you may have. But you know, life insurance, again, for a lot of Canadians, is still a subject that is either uh, something that people don't want to talk about because it's kind of a morbid subject I'm talking about when I die, um, or something that they don't quite understand fully. And depending on the ages that we are, like we may uh, buy insurance when we're in our 20s and 30s, but it's a good time to kind of look at, you know, do we have policies in that filing cabinet that we still need? Could it even be that you could downsize your insurance? Exactly. I mean, when you sit down with people and you talk about financial planning, you obviously look at making sure that you're covering for contingencies. So, Mm -hmm. for example, John, if I'm working uh, and my income supports our mortgage or supports debt or or just, you know, the livelihood of the family, life insurance is is purchased to provide for that day when I may not be here. Um, But think about what happens now when we retire. So we're retiring. We're no longer earning income. Uh, we're getting a pension, or maybe we've got RSPs that we're now drawing from. Um, but we're not really dependent on my income anymore because I'm not working. If I have insurance that I purchased that I'm still renewing every 10 years that addressed when I was working, I would argue it's possibly the case that you don't either need it, uh, or to your point, John, maybe the amount that I was currently um, financing, maybe I don't need that much anymore. Right. For instance, if you were getting insurance on, to get on the contingency that you got to pay off your mortgage, but your mortgage is now paid off, you might be able to lessen it. Exactly. And a, and a lot of people do buy insurance for that very reason. Think about it. I mean, if you're the type of person that pays off your mortgage in 25 years, after 25 years, if that was the only reason you had that insurance policy, you may not need that insurance policy. Right. Now, there's a lot of other reasons why you may need insurance. So, for example, people will say, well, I want to make sure my estate uh, is of a certain value so that I give this to my kids or my heirs, and, and that insurance policy allows me to provide that estate. And that's completely valid, John. But I think the number one thing you want to get across to people is, you know, when you pull that insurance policy or those insurance policies out of your filing cabinet, you're kind of doing an audit on yourself. You're doing an audit on all these things that you've got in front of you and saying, like, what of these do I need? Uh, you may find that you may need a different type of insurance. For example, you may have tax problems now that you're older, you may need a permanent life policy instead of this term policy you've been carrying for the last 20 or 30 years. Um, but either way you slice it, just having that kind of audit on everything you currently have in your possession could end up saving you money um, because why would you pay for something if you don't need it? And, and, and insurance falls into that bucket just like everything else that we have in our lives. How do you, how do you review this if you're not an insurance expert? Well, a couple of ways, John. I think, you know, you, Obviously, you got that insurance policy from somewhere. Uh, either someone came to your house one day or you were sitting with your financial advisor and, you know, like myself, the financial advisor 
can also do insurance with you. So, you know, the first thing you do is go back to the person perhaps that originally put you into that policy and schedule a meeting to review it, I think, or have this phone call. Uh, but maybe that advisor's passed on or maybe the, the company's passed on. But either way, I think you want to sit down with someone who is knowledgeable in the areas of insurance and financial planning to make sure you're not making a wrong decision. A lot of Canadians out there are well-versed. They probably can do it on their own job, but I would argue most people still would need to sit down with someone just to kind of make sure that they're not making a decision that could be the bad decision because, you know, you don't want to get rid of an insurance policy if there's actually still a need that you just may not see anymore. Um, So, yeah, I mean, having a chat with an advisor or the person in the insurance firm where you got the policy from uh, would be a good first step. This sounds like great information, Andrew. If people want to check with you uh, for some more details or just to sort of keep in touch with you and the information you have, where can they go? Well, John, they can always reach out to us through our website at pilegroup.ca. Contact information is there as well as a lot of the articles and the research that we put out on not just the markets, but a lot of these planning topics that you and I discuss every Monday. Um, So they can always reach out to us through that website. From the Pile Group, Scotia Wealth Management, we've been talking to Andrew Pyle. Andrew, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, guys. Have a great week.